welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome back to the Down in Front podcast. That was pretty good. I think that was pretty good. Uh, I am your host, Warren, for this evening. Uh, and I'm with a few of my friends. I'm here with a trusty sidekick, Josh. What's up, man? Yo. I'm also here with Guillermo. What's Ugh. up, guys? Uh, also, we have our special guest reoccurring character again, Mr. Mike Bloody Blewett. What's up, bro? Yo, what up? Uh, we also have Bobby back here with us, the Pixels Bobby, if everybody can remember. He's pretty <laughs> awesome. What's up, Bobby? Hey, what's up? And we also have another special guest, the man with no soul, Kyle Kowalski. What's going on, Kyle? I mean, I'm doing great. I think we'll just get it better on the next take. That's what we're uh, and tonight, we, we're bringing you here, Monday night. We, this is our third installment of the Star Wars Marathon, Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith. Really excited. I typically forget a lot of these titles, but I do want to give a huge, huge shout out to Mike. So thank you for that new theme music. I thoroughly enjoyed it. We all listened to it. What do you guys think? It's good. Love it. It's, uh, it's interesting. <laughs> it makes me want to bust out the Super Nintendo when I get home. <laughs> right? Interesting. Well, that's kind of weird. That's okay. Uh, so let's actually hop right into it. Uh, typically what we're going to be doing is we're going to give our pre-grades of what we think about the movie, some co- couple excitements, then we're going to pause, then we see you guys later right after the actual uh, movie itself. So from what you remember, Revenge of the Sith, pre-grades, what excites you, excites you about it? Um, I don't remember that much about this movie. I do remember, um, like in the fight scenes. So like the, um, Palpatine and, and Samuel Jackson and a couple of them. So I do remember that, but I wanted to say something though. Okay. This movie is from 2005 and I was reading a little bit about it and some, Critics are saying that this is the second best movie of the six. Yes. Yeah. Which is weird. Whoa. Right? So they're saying that Empire is the best one, obviously, and then Revenge of the Sith. Like, to a point where Roger Ebert is saying that this is actually one of the best sci-fi movies he's watched. The third one more than... Yeah. Well, well one of the and best he's, ones. And he's not even saying Star Wars. You said, wait. Oh, he's saying Star Wars? Yeah. He's saying sci-fi. Yeah. So oh, I was genre. looking at it and like... Rotten Tomatoes has like a 69 on this movie. IMDb has 7 from 7. Oh, yeah, there you go. It's a good number. Uh, <laughs> That's the number you can always give. And then. <laughs> and I, I mentioned it last time. Yeah, on so Rotten like, Tomatoes episode really? 2 had 59, which was uh, surprising. Way too yeah. high. Way too high. Way too yeah. high. I didn't think it was that bad. <laughs> I mean, I know I've only seen like. I keep on saying, you're going to get your mind blown in Empire. Yeah, when you, see, when you see like A New Hope and, and Empire and. Uh, Return of the Jedi, those are really good. Movies. See, I think I think it could be on par with A New Hope. No, no, Wait, never mind. One? Immediately, no. like in my head, I'm just like, ah, it's visually beautiful, like well acted out of all the people. But it's still mm-hmm. into the garbage chute, Flyboy. It's still a better line than anything in this H- movie. Hayden yeah. Christensen is pretty terrible. I mean, I really wish they would recast somebody else because him alone brings down the movies. Yeah. Also, budget 113 million. It did almost nine hundred million dollars back. I mean, that makes. I mean, this is that's that's still like low for the no, like the amount of CG work that goes. I wonder, like, hopefully, the budget is one hundred thirteen million dollars. That's a shit ton. What was the budget of like Avatar? But pull up how much number one and two make, and I guarantee you, this probably made more than both of those combined. I don't know. The second, the second movie, the second movie is one hundred fifteen million in budget. And it did 649. 
Okay, so yeah, probably, I bet, not, I probably the, not combined. I bet the first one did pretty well. And then the first one Five, did... The first one just had that hype. Fucking yeah. Christ, the first one did a billion dollars. Yeah. Oh, well, the, that, that yeah, makes sense. It was, it was, it was yeah. the first one. It was the first one had that whole hype behind it. Darth Maul. Everyone had to see what it was about. Yeah. Everyone regretted it afterwards, but they That makes sense the second one was so bad. And the third one probably suffered because of the second one. So it's kind of remarkable that it made 900. But yeah, that's a good. That's a good. One. But anyway, kind of like what Bobby was that's saying. A lot of money. This is the newest Star Wars until two weeks from now. So what's your grade? I don't remember. Like you I don't, just, I don't remember any of these movies. So okay. I, I know it's better, but I don't remember. Bobby, from what you saw from number two, what excites you about this movie? Kind of going uh, like a throughput. Well, I'm watching like all the little preview things that are popping up in the window, and I'm trying to like think if I remember anything, and I don't remember anything from TV, so I'm kind of going into a completely blind. Nice. So it's, it'll be pretty interesting. Yeah. Uh, I know Blue is really, really excited, so I'm actually going to skip you for right now. <laughs> I'm going to go to Josh, and what excites you about this movie in your letter grade? Um, the only things I really, really remember about this movie are actually the final scene. And um, no the things that I remember are that Hayden Christensen is, again, terrible. Yeah. And that uh, the rest of the movie, I, I remember liking it. I don't remember what I liked about it, though. So if I'm going to go with a letter grade to start with, I, I'm going to go with a solid B. B? Cool. Kyle? I mean, this was easily my favorite of the new trilogy. And for good reason, it's exactly what everyone wanted out of the prequel trilogy. You got to see how... I mean, spoilers, like, you got to see how it all came together, because when you get the big reveal in Empire, like, how did this all change, and how do you know? And it was never explained uh, in the older movies, so this is the payoff. So I was super excited. It was what I wanted out of the whole thing. I honestly can't even really remember, like, what I even got out of one at all, two, barely anything, uh, and then... Uh. <laughs> it's a good thing you missed that one. Yeah, I, we were and talking about it, and we we're like, nothing happens in that movie. Yeah, yeah. go back and listen to it. That's that's our synopsis. It's, it's like a, three things. It's happen. like a nothing passaway happened. line in this movie could have been two. Like yeah. everything yeah. that happened in two could have been a throwaway line in this movie. Or like the the rolling thing. Like, like yeah, just, just, just look. Yeah, looking back at everything, <laughs> this could have been it. could have been just one movie, and it could have been this one, and I'd been fine with that. Oh yeah, I can see that. In all honesty, because it tells the story, the only answers I wanted comes out of this movie. I guess so. Based on all that, I'll give it. I'm I'm giving it a B to. Oh, what are you an organ? Music joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a B two organ, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, uh, Mike, no, I think I just, my keys just—I was getting real dirty looks there. <laughs> I'm like a little cat, like I just gotta play with stuff. Like it's like, ah. What, what's your grade? Part? Yeah, I go B B plus. Uh, I'd say B+. like an 80, 86. Yeah, I think. Um, I think you're gonna see some stuff next week when we start reviewing that, and that the letter grades are gonna be significantly different. So yes. I. I I'd say probably B, B+. Plus. Same reasons. Really cool stuff happens. I'm going to have to follow you on the B+. Plus. I thoroughly, I think I remember the most about this movie. I guess probably more than anybody here. I saw these earlier, and when I did like a marathon earlier in the year, I do remember the most about this movie. I know you mentioned it a little bit, Josh, of when he's turning and like the scene of him walking up into the entire uh, room with the kids and what that looked like and how all the shit was going down and execute order 66 and like how we can just see all of it happening i was like that's fucking cool like i really like that kind of the rise and fall and um i really like the whole like last kind of piece of it it was kind of weird though i still didn't like 
uh, his voice, but it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I just wish there was more development on it, because a lot of it happens really fast, and like I said, this is the one where, this is all that anyone cares about. Like, how did it all go so wrong? I never thought about that, but that's true. They just could have done... And it just seems so shoehorned. This one's just a little bit longer and just... Cut out number two. Compress one and two in, like, 20 minutes, and then then give us this movie. It's surprising how long these movies are and then how rushed his turn feels. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, You're good. like, wait, how did he... What? Yeah. That's a good point. I didn't even think about that. Cool. So, are you guys ready to get into it? Yes. Oh, yeah. Let's, Let's do, do it. it. All right, stay tuned for after the movie. We're going to talk about what, what excited about us and uh, we'll see you soon. Star Wars Episode 3, Re- Return of... No. Nope. Revenge. 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 Revenge of the Sith. Return of the Revenge. Uh, see you soon. guys to the down in front podcast we just finished the movie and uh we're going to talk a little bit about it while blue it's over here laughing about something that boy <laughs> so, yeah, i don't have to comment this no one can uh, see me freaking out in the background so <laughs> yes we can see you freaking out no but the, we the, can the, see the listeners the rain outs oh that's the thing about my pants by the way so let's let's start off with our uh, our newcomer to the series, Bobby. What'd you think? It was good. I liked it. Uh, Better than two? Yeah, it's definitely better than two. There's a lot of action. There's so much explaining going on that yeah, they do explain a lot lot of dots. I think that's the best way to put it. It connects uh, a lot of dots. Let me ask you about probably one thing that most of us don't like is how did you feel about Anakin's transition to the dark side? At the beginning when we were talking about this and you were saying it felt kind of rushed, it definitely did feel kind of rushed in the the, the, the the whole explaining, like, hey, all of a sudden I have no legs and arm, and all of a sudden I'm being put up in a suit, and there you go. It's like, all right, cool. And like it explained it throughout the movie, but you didn't get to see anything. And obviously that's what the other movies will probably explain, but... Uh, yeah, it did feel kind of rushed. No, 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 and that's what it really becomes down to be like frustrating when I think about it now, watching it. I was like, I mean, there is it does answer a couple of the dots you want to connect it. How did the Emperor and Darth Vader come to be? But then there's other questions like, why? Yeah, the why? Got made in or like, yeah, okay, he's Darth Vader and they're building the Death Star. What? Like, what's the plot? What's the big point of it? Well, it's never it, been mentioned. It was. The Death Star yeah. was. Death Star was. Yes. Yeah, 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 exactly. And that sucks. And never mentioned again throughout three? Th- correct. That's the well, weird part. See, I Until the end of the movie. I don't, I don't mind that. That, like... Because, again, everyone who went and saw those movies, except for Bobby, has seen <laughs> four, five, and six. So everyone knows what the Death Star is. You know Like, again, for a horribly paced movie, adding exposition on something we all know what's for is pointless so like mm. i loved in two that they had like this is a new plan cool i'm putting it away pocket out and then at the end of three they kind of like hey it's getting cre-, you know we're making it right now i do like, I the, like that i do like the continuity from but two also, to I three mean, kind of the same thing you were talking about because uh like um uh, the 
the Sith Lord, I can't think of his Sidious. name right now. Sidious. Yeah, thank you. So Darth Sidious said that, hey, you need to go kill the Separatists. The same people that was in that room were in the same room, in the same, almost the same location in movie number two. And those guys was like, hey, we have to hide this so that nobody gets their hands mm-hmm. on it. Boop. And hides it away. Darth Vader then kills, gets the plans, no. and now... It, but they, also, Dooku no, took but it, also, Dooku took it? Yeah. Oh, but also, it wouldn't make, it yeah, wouldn't make any sense. But see, that plot would have made way more Dooku. sense, though. Yeah. No, yeah. but it wouldn't make any sense for them to be like, oh, yeah, we're starting to build this when they still haven't done anything. They, I mean, they still haven't consolidated power. The Empire is not a thing. So why would... It's like, dude, why are you building this huge metal ball? Oh, just nothing. Just nothing. Casual like, I mean, they, they pretty much established power. There like, was a, and yeah. in, the, in his big speech there... Everybody was cheering for him, so he was already in power. Yeah, but after the assassination attempt, no, they made it. They made it seem that for the last like three years, he's pretty much been running the show. Like in all the talks with the Jedi, they're saying like, "Hey, he's just hasn't stepped down for years now." He's very much a Julius. They could have done more to show this though, like this rise to power that's unquestioned. And that he has it, and then like no one's questioning that he's building this Death Star, and also like cool. Now we're taking this gap of 19 years without filling anything in between. I would have wanted more of that, because like they shoehorn in like yeah, okay, Chewbacca's on this planet, and Yoda kind of helps him, and then uh, he's I gone. It. I hated that. And there's nothing. There's nothing. Uh, Han Solo. How does no mention everything over? He can totally come from out of nowhere, but he could. Boba Fett also is like, he's a kid and he's like, I'm mad, my dad's dead, but he's a clone and I'm just going to go away and you then know, come back. You know, There's I, just so many things that are like clumsily like no, fumbled. I, so I agree with that last sentence that like they fumbled some of the fan service, but I actually liked a lot of the fan service they did in this. Um, I liked having the Death Star as a throwaway line. Like, hey, cool, this is, because they showed Grand Moff Tarkin, they showed, you know, the big evil guys from the, the first of the original trilogy there together. Um, and it wasn't, they didn't really like make any really reference to that. Um, what's it called? They that had, was Tarkin at the end? What's up? That was Tarkin? Yeah, that was Tarkin. That was him? Yeah. Okay. So like, I, I like that. There was like, in the, even in the first scene, like but there you, was. I mean, yeah, you just have to kind of know who he I is. I know who Tarkin is. Again, yeah, you have to assume. Which, yeah. which person was that? Tarkin is that dude who gets almost choked out. No, he never Ooh. does. No, um, he's, he's like the. He's, oh, he's yeah. the one who talks yeah. down Vader. Yeah, he talks down Never mind. Yeah. I, so, and I, but he like, dies anyways because the dirt. Because it was hubris. He didn't. He d- declined the shuttle. Yeah. So, I know I like that. The way they didn't really talk. Because, again, like the people that are really paying attention to the last three minutes of episode uh, three, like, kind of, you know, most people really, like, know what's going on. So okay. you don't have to t- talk about that. Like, Again, I, I hate when they over-explain stuff that we know. Like, I actually hated Chewbacca being in this movie. Mm-hmm. I thought it was pointless that they just included him. I'd, I would have loved it if... And I think that they're taking the right cue going forward where Han and Chewie meet and then their path kind of intersects with the main storylines for a while and they kind of bounce around. Even it's alluded to in b- between A New Hope and Empire that Han and Chewie don't hang out with Luke. And they seem to kind of just find each other on Hoth again, kind of. And they're doing their own thing for a couple of years. Like, I, I really like that, where it's like, it's different characters have different stories, and then forcing them together don't necessarily, you don't necessarily need to do it. I didn't need to see Chewbacca in that for, line. Forcing them? Yes. Yeah, force. Um, I did like some of the call-outs. Like, can we talk a little bit about that opening scene? 
That was visually mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah, on par with the space battle at, of Return to the Jedi. Um, one thing I did notice, did you guys notice that the Empire symbol is on all the droid ships? And then later on it comes back as the Empire symbol on all the Republic ships? Hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. I, I didn't I didn't notice yeah. it until this viewing, but it's on all the separate yeah, ships. Yeah, it's on the ships. I and saw then it. and then it subtly transitions, and at the end, it's on uh, all the Republic ships when they become the Empire. Nice. Um, I thought it was great with the uh, the like you know Obi Wan like they they rehashed a lot of their like great one liners where Obi Wan's talking about flying is for droids and talking about how Anakin this this I loved. They actually went through, you know how last time I said, like, oh, it would be awesome if they showed Obi-Wan and Anakin hanging out together? Mm-hmm. Like, they showed that in this movie. They showed Anakin as, like, a legitimate, amazing pilot and, like, a, a very good swordsman and, like, actually showed their banter. I thought their banter was the best it's been. It's, yeah. Ever? Yeah. yeah. I noticed, too, coming from knowing about the other movies but not really seeing these, when I, when I was watching, too, I was like, wait a second. Why are the the troopers on their side? I'm like, I thought they were on the dark side. Hmm. And then when they were like, executive order, six, what is it, 68? 66. 66, yeah. 66? Guessing 69. I was leaning more towards 69. Yeah, when they do that, and they literally turn on a dime, I'm like, oh, that clicked for me. I'm like, oh, shit. I mean, so this is the clone army then, right, on their side? Yes. So it wouldn't actually be that difficult for them to just say like, if if I order it, yeah, you're gonna do this, yeah. So this is order sixty six, and he just waits for the perfect moment to flip it well, on all the time. I mean, it probably was just programmed when they were That's test it. tubes, yeah. You know, like yeah. order sixty six means this. You don't need to know what that means. Just know you're gonna do it. Yeah. Yeah. So yes. now that I'm back watching it again, I was like, yeah, when I was thinking about, it, I was like, why? Oh, wait, why did they turn on them? And now I'm watching it, I'm like, oh, okay, it's the clone army, they just, it's like flipping a switch in their circuitry. And right, just, and they just do it. Yeah. yeah. It, made, it made a lot more sense to me, but... Yeah. I, I thought that was executed well. Again, uh, going back to what I said about the last one, I wish they showed them with the clone troopers, because then you'd have, like, more of a connection. Like, if yeah. you saw... And almost an idea of, like, the Order being a matter, like, if there would have been more plot into that, <clears> just <throat> as a means of, like, checks and balances as they're bringing in this like registry of clones like what do we do in case x y or z will have this order well or something I, like no, that I, and then I it like gets overthrown they... is that because it's i don't know it's just kind of thrown as just like a just because i i like that they hit it because it, again it was it's hard to make surprises in where you like most people have seen four so you know where it ends up. You know, like you know, you know, Anakin becomes Darth Vader. You know, <laughs> yeah, crazy. Spoiler. You know, there's a couple kids involved, and you know, like there's all that fun stuff. So it's like, how do you how do you tell an effective storyline where everyone knows the ending? It's like the Titanic. Like <laughs> everyone knows what's going to go on. So like, how do you make it something? How do you how do you get to that end point that everyone knows happens? Without bore everyone. Without boring everyone. And we were you, talking about this earlier. I know, you paint Rose's boobs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. I never let go. I never let go. She right. did. She did. She, she did. Dropping it well, yeah. I think this is like a third time that we brought up Titanic. Yeah. <laughs> well, the Ant-Man. I mean, Ant-Man yeah, exactly. was like Exactly. It was during Ant-Man, too, that we kind of brought that yeah, up. Yeah, it's the spoiler alert so for a 15-year-old movie. Let's continue our, our roundtable. Yeah, the letter grade. 
Oh, no, no. Hang on. We're not at letter grade yet. I okay. got way more to go. Bobby, uh, Bobby's at letter grade. What do you think? Uh, it's definitely better than than number number two. I would I would say probably like B+. Plus. Nice. Pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, blue is notes. Well, I, I just want to keep on talking before notes, it's Star Wars. Oh, we can skip you. It's okay. <sighs> no. Well, I mean, I'm going... He has I'm other keep things it, he I'm wants keep, to I'm discuss. keeping going with a uh, B+. Plus, but... Oh, I'll send your notes. You don't have to do the letter. Oh, all right. Well, hang on. Let's talk about this. Can we talk about... I thought the one bad point that they did was Anakin breaking character in uh, when he gets appointed to the council without the master title. I thought, like, before that, they showed, like, really good rapport with Obi-Wan, and then all of a sudden he just goes back to his, like, frumpy self. And then they, they redeem him after that, where they, like, become friends again. And, like... You can tell there's this back and forth, but I don't know. That just like that just stuck out for me as like being lazy. I don't, I don't know if that's Hayden Christensen's terrible acting or if it was just poor writing. But poor writing for the last poor writing. Season, all three of those episodes, he's doing that the whole time. He's like, "Oh, I'm a grumpy little kid," and then the next minute they're friends again, and like it, it always feels jarring. Where you're like. Why isn't somebody stopping this? And like, there's no real establishment of like Obi Wan as like the good mentor who's like actually guiding him. Yeah. Well. I mean, yeah. like, like the, the way it's like really. he could totally like do a check and balance. Well, otherwise, he's just like, I, well, you're so great. One thing that I didn't really again. like yeah. on says it. on all three is that it's it's it it's sort of sprinkled in that the chancellor has always been a mentor. Um, mm. Because it's like, oh no, he's been helping out helping me out since I got here. He got there when he was a kid, so he was essentially being brought up by. Obi-Wan and the Chancellor. But the Chancellor thing is it's more like it's more lived. It's not focused. Like it's not focused. It's more like you have to take that away from the interaction. And that's why I think they on on three they they really put that dual side of Obi-Wan will say one thing and then the Chancellor will say another and then Obi-Wan and you can try and you can see him and I give him props on that. He definitely tries to pull that dual emotion all the time. That's tough. Which is tough as fuck. That's not easy to do to any like any actor. So let alone poor Hayden Christensen, which is not know, De Niro. This but. is this is a compliment. so I think I think that at, in the end it sort of worked itself out because he really tried to pull those two like things, scene after scene. Like he will have a scene with the Senate and then a scene with. Uh, well, I seen with the Chancellor, then I seen with the Jedi Council, and then I seen with the Chancellor, then I seen with Obi Wan. So it's that's not easy to do. And he tried, and he did his best. I, I actually, I was pretty like I totally forgot that he was not I, a good actor, and then just be like, "Fuck, this is working. It's working for me. Like I like it." I think the best compliment you can give him is there is points in this movie which you, I don't think you can say about two. There's points in this movie where you could see the bad dialogue yeah. and the bad writing. Yeah. You know, like yeah. I think I think he acted it well enough. I still think that the end line he gives where like the like you killed her, like that's like the stiffest delivery ever. Yeah. Um but I think that there's other points in that movie where like you could absolutely tell, like, oh, this is just bad writing. It's not bad acting. Mm. I just felt there was too many points that was such short bursts of blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And then we were like, look in the actual shot, and it's like a small pause. And it's like, well, what? I can't do that. Well, like, you know, like, it's, it's super odd. Dude. And, like, the one thing I would say kind of going back to what you guys talked about of, I, I actually 
did see a bit of Anakin and Obi-Wan's relationship was much, much closer. and He trusts Obi-Wan. But when it comes to the council, he didn't trust the council. And I felt like there was a, pre- a pretty pivotal point in which case Obi-Wan and Anakin were having a conversation. They're going back and forth, back and forth, kind of like the buddy cops you were kind of talking about. And then one of the last things that Obi-Wan says was, well, the council needs you. Yeah. And then it looks like he completely betrayed his trust of, hey, we're friends, right? And then Obi-Wan was like, well, yeah, we are. But then if we look at it here, like, this is the council talking. This is not me. As much yeah. as I'm saying this, like, realistically, this is, is, is a bigger picture. So I'm sorry for what we have here, but I need you to do this. And I felt like at that point, that moment, it was like, oh, shit. Like, I don't know what to do now. Next scene was him with the um, uh, Palpatine, and they're in. They, they're watching that like water show, and then that's when he like does all this other stuff here, and like really kind of gets him onto his side. So I thought that was really interesting of seeing with just with Obi Wan, he had a super super close connection, and to the point where he didn't get made master. Then the next following scene, it says, "Hey, this is not me. This is with the Council." And then he's like, "Well, damn, I thought we were closer, but not." And then it I, I did like how the transition from friend of Obi Wan to like, uh, what was she say lapdog, um, like you could see just he totally, he totally broke from best friend to like subservient, and you could see going from hotshot to I have no will, I my will is yours to to Sidious, and I thought that was actually really well done. Um, didn't really notice that on viewings before this one, but like that was something I really took away is that like they nailed that that lapdog. I think we were talking about that like that in in two he just comes off as whiny and just arrogant and and he really isn't in the four five and six. No, he is, he's a, he's just a he's a servant and that's the role he plays. And yes, but he I, is. I, I I think that in the end the the servant kind of thing was more of a the defeated defeatist kind of role for him is like like fuck it I mean I I, I I thought I was doing something right I fucked it up and now I have nothing to, to do like, I think they did it well yeah and, that, and it's like movie. I lost everything I love I already fucked everything else so I don't have anything else to go on so yeah. I just like I just keep doing what I do yeah, yeah. He, he was also because he already t- had it in him anyway yeah, he was put in a tough situation in which case like he was lying to the people that were trying to protect him and all everybody's going to go to the like he's a prophecy he just kept lying or like at least not telling them about like the baby and the pregnancy and stuff like that so they were going off of this ideal that well he doesn't have a baby coming like, all he has is this kind of flaky kind of love interest like feel free to kind of cast that aside you'll be fine and that's another thing i think we were talking about you somebody was like oh why did yoda just kind of leave uh, that was another kind of some more backing I was looking at of Yoda and then we're all given this information of what Anakin was giving them but he was never truly honest with them and giving them the whole story and I think that's really kind of hit Yoda he's like wow I should have seen this coming yeah. and I didn't and now I should be the best and I'm not so I'm not I'm like kind of right. used so I was thinking about this um, they should have waited for Yoda to fight with a lightsaber for that exact reason to this movie like he, you know, it's like he finally. So Dooku's fight. Yeah, because because it's like, look at there, you know, he's better than Dooku at the forest, and then he finally meets reaches someone that he has to fight. He has to abandon all of his morals, and I think they could have played that up. Like if again, um, 
you know, that didn't happen in the first one. He just kind of comes in, forces everyone, and does all that fun stuff. And then he comes in, and that doesn't work against Sidious. He's met his literal match, honestly, maybe even superior, like, in some ways, in Sidious. And then says, like, I got a wield a blade. Yeah. I got to defend myself. I, I thought that would have been... Cool. Actually, that, I, think that, I think that would have been... And you could even have the moment with, like, well, what would have been afterwards... You could have some of the more moments with the clone troopers where he uses a blade against them, but like save it for that moment because that moment was crazy. I wish uh, I've always felt like he used the force instead of like I would have loved to see him use the blade only against like the Sith Lord. That's the the Sith yeah. Lord, like only with Sidious. That would have been a okay. way better else. use of anticipation. Well, yes. Now that now that we're talking about it, now that I think back on that scene in Episode Two where he fights Dooku. He's more powerful than Dooku. Yeah. Yes. He's literally winning that fight until Dooku kind of like forces him to focus his attention elsewhere and he retreats. Mm-hmm. Well, so yes. I think that's what they were trying to allude to is that Yoda is more powerful and then when he comes into this fight against Palpatine, he's not. Yeah, but he's Palpatine Dooku, is more powerful. Dooku's just like, hey, I guess we're, this is, I think this is literally exactly what we said. Um, hey, I guess we're equals. Might as well duke it out with, with blades. But like Yoda yeah. was winning that fight with the Force only. Yeah. So like I would have just loved it if he forced him out and said, "No, no, no get out, go, go." go. <laughs> like because I'm better that, than you at the Force. And then you get that, and you again hit that wall. Insidious is just better than him. And then Yoda's like, "Oh," because imagine the first time like you see them ignite and kind of like maybe do one or two moves. But then the first because this shot was beautiful. You see the you see the door open and you just see them come out on the chancellor's chair mm-hmm. and you see the little green dot bouncing around this big red dot that's you know like imagine that was the first time you see Yoda with a lightsaber that'd be dope yeah. right like that's yeah. just that that's that speaking moment of, was amazing that, too, the cinematography and the setup shots and all that on this movie were way better like yeah. this, the shots were set up really nice and really cool and actually you mentioned it during the movie about the lighting about how there was more yeah, dark we, yeah, yeah talk about that yeah that talk was huge that. one cool. thing I did notice while I was watching it after you mentioned that was that like at the beginning of the movie it was a little bit lighter outside and then when they were in the Jedi Council it was getting cloudy out and it was like huh. there was a little bit of sunshine shining through and then at the end of the movie it's raining huh. so I was like that's kind of cool. That is is this like cool. a background, like metaphor thing going on? Is well, this... I mean, like in like episode one near the end, Anakin was wearing the same clothes as Obi Wan. Episode two, he still was wearing the same clothes, but it, he started wearing stuff that kind of covered it up, and he was wearing like an additional whatever they actually kind of call it. This episode, all black, like or brown on black, and another kind of shawl that cover covers that up that was all solid black, and half of the time the he was like facing some sort of sunlight, and I know if you saw part part of it, half of his face was being covered, and it was like his transition from his full face being like shown to like more and more of his face being covered up, and then he physically covers up his face with the actual shawl with the hood later on. Yeah, and the that's non, when he's the non dialogue was up. actually yeah, yeah. You're right. it's really well done. Yeah, so I mean like the one thing that we, um I do I I thoroughly like, and I'm wondering from uh, people who are a little bit more well versed in this, Mike and. Um, Kyle and maybe Josh of when uh, Yoda got knocked out and he was like kind of defeated he got knocked out the claw thing he kind of fell off of that and he lost his actual robe 
and his robe falls down to right on top of his lightsaber. And then Yoda looks back while he's on the ground and looks, sees the lightsaber standing there. And then he also sees his hood there. Was that any sort of like symbolism or foreshadowing? Or did we see that moment before anywhere else? Like a defeated or like, hey, like there, there may be, I, 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 I'm not as best as I thought I was. Did we see that any sort of image anywhere I thought else? the closest it came was that the way the coat was falling kind of looked like Obi-Wan disappearing into the oh, forest. Oh, yes. Uh, but I, I think that's, yeah. I think that's like a Stretch. duck from the Pokemon universe and far-fetched <laughs> at best. Oh! <laughs> yeah. Can I get a handshake yeah. on that, man? Ah. Oh, that's so good. Oh. <laughs> I was wondering where you're going with that. It's late, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) That was so good. He's had that one in the pocket. The worst part is I don't I don't wear pockets except for cargo pants. I was gonna say you wear cargo pants all the time. Those pockets pockets. very fast there. Yeah, folks, I got pockets. (laughs) Anyways, no, I haven't I haven't seen that imagery anywhere, and so yeah, just like, I like the idea, the concept that's been discussed. Like, he, he comes to realization, like, all right, I should retreat, like, skip while I'm ahead. Um, but the idea of doing that without retrieving, you know, your weapon or your cloak. I mean, regardless, as soon as he hits the ground, you can hear Sidious laughing because he's like, all right, the, foot, the fight's over. You're not going to come back up here. You're too short or you can't jump high enough. I don't know. So why not? grab it all it just it there's that imagery and then again it's just never met it's there's so many things that are like abandoned like you I, just see like, something and why not keep fighting well like i'm uh, he's so i i think to to that point um i think that uh, him giving up the saber and the cloak represents him abandoning the jedi i think he realizes that hey this isn't happening anymore this is over mm-hmm. um you know the one of the next scenes he says I'm going into isolation. Exactly. Like, I I can't... I This isn't something I can take part in anymore. But also, if you apply the same thing from the last fight, um, the uh, Emperor wa- had the higher ground. And yeah. he left. Anyway. Yeah. That's a good point. So, like... Yeah. So, so it, that's, it, that's, that's real deep, because... Yeah. So like Yoda's like, I've lost, I need to go. Yeah. And then the other scene, he's like, no, I can... Don't like yeah. disrespect my power. Yeah, yeah. I think that's good. Yeah, yeah that's nice. solid. Because if you, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's that's good. That's why he was like, "Fuck it, I, I can't, I can't I, do this." I, I just wanted more. Like, I mean, I guess, yeah. And I mean, Yoda decides to go into hiding. I really wanted more. Uh, now I'm thinking about it, just watching. I was like, I want more exposition of like the furtherment of like the Empire. Like I know it's been announced. I know it's the seeds are planted. Cool. There's Darth Vader. The Jedi's are like retreating i just wish there was a little bit more of how they like really began to like really run the entire universe i think i think the point is that not much had changed like i think from that moment that he declares the galactic empire because again i think this was before we started recording that we talked about this Leia Organa is a senator in the senate oh this is during the movie the catalyst to episode four truly is the emperor dissolves the senate so if you apply that there, like, really not much has changed. Yes, there starts to be conscription in the local star systems, and that's how, oh my god, this fake internet outrage that a black man could be a stormtrooper. Um, I know, I know. Uh, Were they accepting applications? <laughs> <laughs> um, Boom, nailed it. 
Got it. No, well, so I think, I, but I think that, like, the, the point is that not much has changed after this movie. That The Jedi are done. People kind of accept that. I think that, and Warren, you might want to close your ears now. Um, I think that in the new movies, where they're alluding to, like, how, you know, uh, Han Solo has to say, yeah, this is true, like, the whole Jedi concept, my guess is that not a lot of people knew... The Jedi sort of thing. Yeah, so I think that for the most part, not a lot of people cared that the Empire really started until the Senate broke up, and then they had no, no representation. Um, wasn't wasn't this movie? Well, I'm just gonna change real quick because I want to do it before we end up. But wasn't this movie like actually funny? Like because R two was in it, but like good but yeah, funny. Yeah, R2 yeah. Was funny. Like it had like good well, funny moments for a while. I mean, like the first like what 30, 45 minutes. Yeah, like with R two being in it. After that, though, well, it's dark. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. funny. No, at but, all. It had, it but it was had, like, good though. Funny that wasn't funny moments. You're like, oh, this is actually like good type of funny. Like yeah. this is good. Well, because R two is a successfully it, funny. You're really funny moment. Yeah. You also yeah. You had your comic relief. You had R two. Jar Jar Binks didn't say a word. No. Yeah, I didn't you see him in two, two what two shots? That's also why it was hilarious. Yeah. I remember one shot. Okay. It's he, they show him two. in Senate and then at the oh, end. Oh, he was in the Senate. He's like yeah. walking away. Yeah. You know what so. I thought was interesting about this? Now that I think back on it, is even though we had three movies of developing mostly the story of Anakin, uh, is that he didn't matter to the Emperor's plan. Yeah, Actually, if Darth Vader yes, didn't exist. He still would have taken that's, over the that's Empire. That's one thing I was thinking could about. Have been well, no, it could have been anyone. Well, but he needed some, Anakin, somebody really powerful to bring down the whole Jedi. No, he didn't. He he, ki- he didn't kill he killed younglings. He didn't kill any of the other he, Jedi. He, no, I Mace Windu. Yeah, well, well he killed Mace Windu, but Palpatine probably could have killed. Yeah, something Mace. tells me. That yeah, but if Palpatine, Palpatine would have killed him. Mace, it would have been. Uh, nobody would have known. Nobody would have known. I don't think, well, what they showed us, Mace Windu was more powerful than them. But, than them but with here, sword here, play, but he had what his I, force lightning. Here's what I think, though, is what they're looking at for right now, yeah. technically, I think it was Darth Vader was stronger than everybody except no, Yoda. He didn't have to fight anyone. Like, Kenobi, Kenobi's good, but there's still people that are better than him that he didn't have to fight. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's, it. The I mean, thing that can, really, Obi-Wan lost two times against Doku. I'm I'm That's true. I'm half with you on this, Josh. I think that um I think at the end that was really weird that he's just like, Oh, I gotta save this guy. When it's like, Well, this guy cut off that guy's head. Well, I mean it's Anakin true. Doku. It's true that Anakin seems to be the most powerful person in any of these movies. But the Emperor already had manipulated enough people and already had enough power to where he didn't need Anakin. I don't to get why he suited him up in the end. I feel like he's, for some reason, he still needed him because. All the time he was a pawn. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and this, again, this goes back That's to the whole thing that. He moves him over and he's like, I see what you're saying. Here's how I get you. And cool, now I got you. Yep, here it is. And then, oh, yeah, you killed her. So now you have nothing. Just. Yeah, you're my you got nothing left. Yeah, you're but, my. But you're the my thing laptop. is that it really doesn't matter. Like there's, it, it's funny because this is New Hope versus like in Empire he's kind of a thing, and I think they realized how devious of a character he was. But in a New Hope, he doesn't have power. Like Tarkin has all the power on the on the Death Star. The Emperor is not a thing in the New Hope. He's he comes in in Episode Five. 
uh, plot device. Right, right. Yeah, he came in. There's always one more big bad. Um, but like on the Death Star, the Death Star, um, Tarkin has absolute power. So again, there's it's not even like it's not even like the Emperor needs an enforcer when there's someone who enforces the enforcer. Well, here's the thing, and uh, like I said, I was reading a little bit about this movie before coming in, and another one of the biggest issues that people have with the original prequel with the prequels is that they somehow seem like a recon re, is that how you say retcon. recon retcon retcon yeah. to four five and six so that so like coming in from you know vader in, in this movie is like insanely powerful and all that to go for where he's like just I'm just doing my master's bidding. Just like, you know, whatever. Well, they nerfed him hard at the end. They, like, totally were just like, yeah. But, you know, like, it's it's one of those things, like, it definitely feels weird and out of place. Yeah. But it's okay. I mean, it's... it's all I, six movies make There's really so much they try and do yeah. and so much they don't try to do. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And, and it's there's this weird imbalance to it. Can we talk about the biggest plot hole in this movie? Hit me. That Padme dies. For no reason. For no reason. She first lost, of all, she lost the will to live. First of all, I that don't line like is garbage. Yeah, I don't like that the robot said she's. Oh yeah, she's totally fine, but she lost the will to live. A droid. It's like why you, you couldn't give her some kind of illness. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. would have ended this. Well, no, not, that even the that, not, choke. Even, not even that. Not even that. Not even that. Collapse the windpipe, and so we have to do this no. in the last few moments. Well, would it make sense? But Leia says. In Return to the Jedi, I remember my mother. That's yeah. right. It's like, dude, just have her live, and then like you can you can explain. You don't have to explain it. You don't. You literally don't have to explain it at all. Like that's one of those like great things that like again you you it's weird. You get assume the audience is kind of stupid that they're gonna forget about that line and just be like, oh yeah, she dies. And then you have to assume that the audience is also smart enough to be like. Oh yeah, she's not in the in the original trilogy. She must die at some point in the twenty years it takes to do that. Like you just like I, it's it's insane. Like there's all these great people that, that watch these movies and find every little arbitrary plot line. Like oh, his spoon moved from the right side to the left side in the dinner scene. Mm-hmm. Like it's like all those people that did that. And there's people. There's literal people that watch these movies. Did that really happen? And yeah, yeah, you, yeah you go on IMDb and they find all these like. But you can. <laughs> The time uh, on the clocks was yeah, off by there's, minutes. There's literally people that are continuity checkers. Like, that's their job. They watch a movie, and their sole purpose is to make sure edits look continuous. And not one of those continuity people was just like, yeah, she's alive. Leia remembers her. So she's, she's got to be alive for another five years, at least. You know, like, yeah. and I don't know. It's just, it's so unnerving. It's so, it's it's so tightly bow ties it to the original trilogy that like alright we're gonna set Vader as Vader she's dead Luke and Leia on Tatooine and Alderaan and, like I don't know it was just too perfect to for that to, for, to overlook that detail yeah. yeah it's like dude like again just assume that she dies at some point like what I don't you know stuff, stuff happens life happens she she could die. Like you could, you could even set yourself up if, like, you know, assuming that George Lucas probably thought these were gonna be a little bit more like fan wise respected. Like I know they made a boatload of money, but like I, I still feel like they weren't like 
fan respected when they came out and like you could easily just go back and explain that later in like the cartoons or you know another movie or like anything you know like you can go back and talk about put that put out a comic book dude that's what a lot of movies are, movies are doing yeah put out a tie in that just like shows yeah. her um would you guys say to somebody that hasn't seen the movies like any Star Wars to start four, five, and six, and then just read the Wikipedia article of one and two, and then watch three. I would. Uh, uh, yeah, that's what I would say to people. Just like, cool. just if, watch. If they haven't watch seen... four, five, and six, read the Wikipedia article of one and two, and then go watch, watch three. three, and then YouTube the fight with between. Why gone and I'm, I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna stand by what I said a while ago. Um, that watch if you're gonna if you're gonna be like, all right, cool. You know what? There's a new Star Wars movie coming. Well, this doesn't make sense. Let's go back in time about a year. So when they say like, hey, this is the trailer. What's at the clock? This is back? the you know this is the teaser for this movie. If I was at that point, I would and I'd never seen a Star Wars movie and I was like, you know what? This is gonna be culturally important. I think I'm gonna try and watch it when it comes out. I would have watched four, five, and six right then. I would have done exactly what we're talking about right now, where we're watching one, two, three, four, five, six now. Like, I think there's app they're absolutely worth watching just for like if you're about to get into this lore, like get into it. You know, like go nerd out, like have a fun time with it. Um, but at the same time, like I would, I would do four, five, and six by themselves as a chunk. Like appreciate the genius that four, five, and six are. And then and later then on, watch later one. Later come back to it. I'm kind of excited to rewatch those four, five, and six because I've only seen them like once, full through. And we're also so. gonna watch the these specialized versions. Yes, I'm, dude, I haven't seen those in literally probably since 1995. So I'm. Super I don't think those have that. been in circulation for probably like 20 years now. What's the specialized version? So, the, <laughs> yeah, talk about those. So yeah, so I, so Ryan Dowd one day he came in like hey i find i figured this this dude out in the internet he took all the versions of star wars like the dvd versions the blu-ray versions the videotape versions and the laser disc version every single version that exists on 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 media and he constructed the original theatrical version of the movies using different kinds of of uh, parts from hmm. so you know like the best part of this of this scene was in the VHS so he took it from there and all so he constructed the original theatrical version of the movies and the reason why that's important is because those movies were constructed that way for a while and then George Lucas started to mess with them and whenever he made a alteration to the movie all the other ones were stuck, were, they didn't get sold anymore. Huh. Yeah, so right now, it's extremely hard to do, if almost impossible to get the original version of Star Wars 4, 5, and 6 anywhere. You can't buy them anymore. 
they just don't make them. So the the version you buy right now on like the on iTunes, iTunes yeah, it's, it's like a remaster, re ambition, re everything. But it's so not like, just remastered to look better; it's remastered for yeah. They added okay. scenes. There's other weird stuff. Yeah, like they added you'll scenes. You'll see. There's this original scene, but then there's like these CGI creatures walking across it. And like for example, that's when whenever you hear somebody say, "Oh, Hans shot first. That's one of the biggest things he changes. He changed in it. So. Yeah. When you meet, when you, I mean, I don't mean to spoil anything for you, but for the sake of explanation, when you meet Han Solo, Han Solo is having a conversation with somebody, and when it doesn't look like it's going his way, he fucking shoots this guy. Yeah. So just fuck it, I'm just going to shoot this guy and fuck him. And that's the way it originally happened. That's the yeah. way it originally happens. And it, it's, it, the, the argument from like the people that love the movie is that that sets a tone on who Han Solo is. Han Solo is kind of a... Bad guy. He's he's essentially but in an, the remaster. He's an empty hero. In the remaster, so in the remaster, you see Greedo shoot you see, a shot that like yeah. misses. So and you then see Han Greedo shoots. trying to shoot Han, and then Han shoots him, but he sort of shoots him in self defense. So wouldn't that... which completely loses yeah the anti hero status on Han Solo. So wouldn't that piss people off? Like oh, oh yeah. Jesus <laughs> Christ! Yeah. If you, if you, you ask know. most people, that's the biggest like controversy if, yeah, yeah. That, that's like that's like uh if you say greedo shot first to a bunch of new nerds yeah man it's you, all will, you, have to you will see you will see all of them storm to their mother's basements and type up mean messages on the internet <laughs> yeah. easiest way to see that get on their isc boards yeah. Uh, yeah so it's he definitely why would changed. he change it though because, I don't know, he... He, he didn't want to be... I, I'm assuming he didn't want Han Solo to be a bad guy. It's the same... It's the but same... The fact, but it's the same reason why Spielberg went back and he changed a lot of shit on E.T. So on E.T. The, the flashlights. Yeah, so instead of having guns, <laughs> the people now have flashlights. What? Yeah. The remastered so all version the cops, of E.T.? Yeah. yeah. All, all the cops yeah. have guns... Or in the, the original had guns. Because yeah. they're... Police officer, and they're trying to—they're fucking trying to kill ET. That's what does. It's an alien. <laughs> yeah. So on the on the new versions, he just he moved he, he erased the guns and now he have flashlights. Yeah. Because they want to sanitize the movie. Weird controversies bit. between Spielberg and wow. George Lucas. Uh, yeah. Well, so to be fair, consult your uh, South Park episodes for this. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. like two yeah. episodes. I can show you there's, one. There was one shot that I can think of from A New Hope. Like for most part, they're bad. But like, honestly, I don't even, I don't even mind some of the extra stuff. I know one of the one shot I can think of, and I remember watching. Being, I, this is weird. That I remember this far back. I don't remember what I ate for breakfast. But um, I remember seeing the initial shot of all the starships shooting out into space from y- the Yavin base to go fight the Death Star, and it's literally like little white lions just. Like that going up there, but they remastered and they actually had like. Thanks ex- for that hand motion for the audience. Probably. Right. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna say visual cues in an audio this format. Big. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, there's just dead air. Um, so, but they they remaster and they show X wings lifting off the forest, kind of like positioning and then taking. I mean, off. I guess some of them are okay, but yeah. it's just it it changes a lot of the. Texture of the movie, like well, the, and then, yeah. there's, there's and they that. added CGI on it, and you're like, fuck! But that's the cool thing about the original movie; it didn't have that much CGI. Huh. It didn't have any CGI, no, and, that's, and that's yeah, and, and, that, and that's and, and that's what yeah. people Actical. like about them that they're not, they, it wasn't fake; it was all practical. They really went out in parking lots. It's cool to see those videos. 
if you can ever have the chance, look up like the behind the scenes on like the original trilogy, and they literally just go out into huge parking lots, mm-hmm. build up these huge miniature models, and then just blow them up. <laughs> like, because I think that the only CGI on the original movies is just li- them literally trying to, like, there's literally, no, uh, they go scene by scene and they draw the lightsaber. That's the only oh, yeah. wow. special effect they have. And that's why the whole screen flashes yeah. when the two touch. Yeah. Yeah. It, they literally go scene by scene and they draw the fucking there's, lightsaber. There's one, if you're quick, you'll... By hand, they all had to draw the fucking <laughs> lightsabers and you, the lasers from the gun. You can notice it, they miss a couple frames. Like, there's this one thing where, like, Obi-Wan just has it here and you just see the plastic tube. <laughs> and, like, it's like, all right. Yeah. But that's some, the, that's some of the charm. Because, yeah. it, like, it's funny because, like, when I was a kid, I always thought, like, oh, he's losing this fight. His lightsaber's, like running out of power or something <laughs> yeah. you know it's like and that's why the, the fights also are like chong 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 yeah nowhere close to like yeah <laughs> yeah and that's it but and they stop actually, and they talk about it for a in little this bit. movie that we just watched getting back to this movie uh, yeah we'll the, talk about <laughs> the fight scenes were actually really great like the that last fight amazing. with Anakin where you can kind of see the dark side coming out of him he's got the aggression and just like his fighting style is just constant attack 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 was really cool. Yeah. You know what I would have loved though? One, and I think this is me being spoiled by like weird martial art films, just one panned out shot of them going to town on each other. Yeah, like cool. we were talking about this earlier where there was a lot of jump cuts where it was just like swing, swing, close up, uh, reaction shot, oh god, and then back out and then twist it around and like, you know, the, like the shots are coming in from all over the place. I would have loved one shot just like, you know, from a GoPro on the side of the set and just watch them go at it for 10 to 15 seconds and like actually choreograph a fight. I did like one kind of small piece of the stance that uh, Palpatine uses to fight Yoda in the end. It's kind of a two-handed upper, like above the head stance. And when he goes down to go attack Yoda, that looks like the same stance that Anakin does in movie two, fighting Dooku. Well... That go that goes back to the styles of fighting. <laughs> well, yeah, well, yeah. it just it, it's just interested in the scene yeah. of the transition from he didn't fight that same way. Obviously, he couldn't like earlier in the movie he didn't fight that same way, and then later on he does he does that stance, and he's already adopted a stance that the Sith Lord is already doing, Whoa. and then he does it against Obi Wan yeah. at the end. And I'm like. That's 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 a pretty good man. Like that's it's some something interesting, something small. That there's that's there's set cool. opening moves though that those guys they they have like and again it's it's funny to see someone went back and retconned all of it and it was like yeah they do this in here 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 so let's try and figure out their different fighting styles. So you're right. It is interesting to see where like that where Anakin transitions and like doing a little reading into the background of it. Like Anakin is all over the place. He's like. He learns a whole bunch of fighting styles, and then he gets everything cut off and learns a whole, you know a couple more, and like one that he makes up himself just because he can't move like he used to. Um, but yeah, when they when they diagram this out, it's like I don't know if y'all like like kung fu movies. Like you ever seen them training and they all have like set little procedures? It's ex- the exact same thing in sword fighting, um. Um, and especially in the Star Wars world, they have like very specific to your fighting style like start stances. That like accentuates certain moves that you try and use. Nice. Wow. I, know I, I need to get. I need to get out more. Get out of your mind, <laughs> bro. Yo, seriously, bro. This movie is as pretty much as long as the other two, and it felt pretty 
short. Yeah, it, it was, was quick. Well paced. Yeah. yeah, yeah, very it was awesome. Better paced. paced. Better paced. It's better paced. Action yeah. after action after action after action. I found the dialogue and the um, like the the background politics and all that way more interesting on this one because it was not much. It wasn't that much, but yeah. it was very interesting. It was very like oh. The politics serve the plot, serve what the next scene is gonna do. So they had a continuation of. It didn't feel like you were having like three different storylines going at the same time. There, there, there was just one Whoa. that intersected with all the different aspects of the movie. So like the the Senate and the Trade Federation and the and the Clone Army and the Trade Federation. It's like the everything. The, you guys need to sign the treaty. We didn't hear treaty. Yeah, we one. Well, oh, so oh, to that, like it, you're right. It's like you got to see the dark side of politics. It's like imagine if C-SPAN <laughs> was like focused on backroom lobbyist deals. Yeah. You know, like you just saw the cigarette industry sliding like the Republican Party millions of dollars. Like that'd be interesting to watch. Yeah, yeah. I would watch that. It'd be so shady. <laughs> it's amazing. So you know, but you see like Sidious being like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna take control of the Senate. Like, yeah. No, no big deal on that one. Um, to you know, like, do we get a name for the blue dude with the like? He has he has a name and that dude looks fucking badass with the four horns. Oh, like, he, the was, yeah, he never did down. anything. Yeah, he never did anything. What's up? Oh, I was gonna say we probably should start wrapping up with our uh, grades. Letter grades. Yeah. Anything? Actually... Anything else? People? Uh, any burning things? Any other notes? No, no. I I think. Any the burning things? I think this movie. <laughs> for that. Sort of <laughs> sort of redeem the prequels for me. Sure. But fuck, it's too bad, man. Episode two is just. It's pretty bad. So Bobby, you you hanging out with the B plus? Yeah. Yeah. I think I think I'm gonna go. I'm uh, gonna say like B, not B? B plus, but definitely a B. B plus. Oh, uh, sorry. Excuse me. B plus. Mike. Yeah, I'm gonna go down. I'm gonna go to the B as well. B. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, no B plus. B. Yeah, I'm taking it down. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go with it. Uh, C plus. Um, Ooh, just because I wanted Ooh. more out of it. Like now, I think about it. This gave me a lot of what I wanted, but I wanted more. And even thinking about it, they could have cut one and two almost entirely. Maybe the second, last act of two. Put that in here Space and then give me more development towards more of the shit I actually care about. Yeah. That could actually go. So. That's fair. Still my favorite of the three, but that's more of a reflection of how most of this three is pointless. And how this touched on a lot of what I wanted, but not enough. Josh? Uh, this movie, I think, had some really cool action scenes. That last 20 minutes is great. Um, the rest of the movie is much better paced. We didn't have all the romantic crap of episode two. Netflix and chill. Netflix, Netflix and chill. Netflix and Sun- sunset right and chill, sorry. Um, <laughs> Sand and chill. <laughs> yeah. um, I think, overall, it was a pretty good movie. Um, like Kyle said, there's a still a lot of stuff to be desired and there are still some missteps so I think I'm going to stick with my original grade of uh, solid B there you go uh, I'm still at a B plus because I felt like the biggest downfalls that movie number two had they tried to correct and the one thing that they missed was casting and dialogue which is not, not I mean it's not bad they're trying to keep with continuity of the same actors they definitely could work on the writing and the dialogue and the actual like 
giving that up. But a lot of stuff that I actually kind of noticed, I really liked. So I'm just definitely going to keep up with my B plus, and I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. And it did feel super quick. So I was yeah. like, oh man, it's already it's already in. Yeah, it's pretty cool. You guys ready to sign off? Yeah. What did we yeah. average out about? Exactly a B. Uh, yeah, should, go should go back and like actually see what we did. I'll go back. I, I can do all those calculations for the next one. But the, if with that C, it will be a, a B, maybe a B minus. No one gave it an A, right? No, no, yeah. no. I don't think it's up to that one. Um, but definitely, we are the Down Front Podcast with all of our awesome guests. Feel free to uh, find any more information. We actually have a Reddit, downinfront.reddit.com that we all use and we all love. Yeah, I know. Thank you, Kyle. I post Gone Wild posts uh, to it all the time. <laughs> we have a Twitter at underscore uh, DIFP as a Down in Front podcast. And if you do have any sort of reviews or questions or things that you want us to do, feel free to email us at downinfrontpodcast at gmail.com. Kyle, where, where can we find more of your work, if any? Work in terms of like film stuff or anything? Sure, or whatever you do. I mean, whatever I do, you can only find that in terms of music. I play music otherwise for actoreobserver.bandcap.com. For music, I play guitar in a band. Otherwise, uh, I hang out with these dudes and watch movies. There you go. Uh, Mike, anything to say? Uh, yeah, live life happy and then eat cheeseburgers. I was going to say live long and prosper. No, no. <laughs> Star Wars. Ah, I know. I'm done. Yeah. This is it. I'm gone, guys. <laughs> see ya. Well, with that, uh, we thank you so much, and we'll see you guys later. Bye. May the force Bye. be with you. <laughs> May the force. Nice. Schwartz. Schwartz.